what is up everybody episode 29 of j5 getting live here on wednesday june 29th last episode before uh fourth of july so we're gonna wish everybody a happy fourth of july gonna take a break uh next week while things are quiet and so there won't be an episode next week we'll come back uh week of the 11th and be ready to rock and roll but let's get to what is important. Both New York baseball teams still playing well, both playing today. Um, but first things first, we got an answer the other night out of the Nasty Nets and Kyrie Irving. Irving demands a trade. Nets give him the ability to go seek one, however you want to put it out there. There's no one out there, according to Woj, except for the Lakers. Lakers probably want to send Westbrook back. Nets aren't going to do that. Um, Kyrie just decides to opt into his deal for $37 million. He'll be a free agent at the end of next year if he decides not to re-up in Brooklyn. So the dynamic duo of, of Durant and Kyrie stays together. They'll finish out at least four years together. And we'll see if they can win a title. And now things shift for the Nets. Because now it's about how they could get past the second round with that duo. And how they could reach the pinnacle of winning a finals. They still need some players. They bring back Drummond. They're hopeful that they get a healthy Ben Simmons. But really, they the key for them is going to be to re-sign Bruce Brown, put some role role players around this team, see what they could get out of Joe Harris coming off the injury, and ultimately just figure out how they could go head-to-head with the Celtics, the Bucks, and the Heat. Because that is all that matters right now for the Nets. Can they get out of the East? They haven't been able to do it in the three years that Durant and Kyrie have been here. Let's see if year four is up to snuff for the Nets. And I think the biggest thing about the Nets keeping Kyrie that that just keeps everything intact is that right now they don't have to worry about Durant wanting to leave. If Kyrie leaves, the Nets worry about if if Durant wants out and what they do with him probably would have been the biggest haul for a player that we've ever seen if Durant is able to go on the open market but even still you're not getting the player Durant's caliber back it's just just not how it's gonna go now the Knicks have been starting to make some moves Seems like they're positioning themselves for Jalen Brunson. He doesn't make them a title contender. But it's all about when you're in this area that the Knicks are in. Amassing as much talent as humanly possible. So that when it's time to go get the guy. Hopefully Donovan Mitchell. That you could go get him. The Knicks have multiple picks in 23, uh, in 2023, around the first round. They have some guys who they could deal off. 
there's rumors that they're looking to get rid of Fournier and Cam Reddish, which I don't like. I don't like getting rid of Reddish. Um, I don't even like getting rid of Fournier because even though he's not a typical Tibbs player, he does the job offensively um, most nights. So that's what I would say about that. Also interested to see what the Knicks are going to do with R.J. Barrett. They could offer him a max extension now. Um, I wouldn't play around with it. I would do it. He has continued to improve every year that he's been here in New York. Um, And then they're going to have to decide what they're going to do with Randall. Whether it be trade him, keep him, figure out a resolution somehow with him um, on how they can continue to just build this team because I don't think he's the guy here long term I want to see more Obi um, seems like they're holding on to him so I guess I guess we're just going to see it just seems like the Knicks don't know which way they're going which is the worst kind of way to be um, and in the NBA it's the worst sport to be a, a fringe playoff team because you get no benefit Either way, if you get in, you're probably going to get beat in the first round, maybe the second if you get lucky. And if you aren't bad enough, you don't get a top pick like this year. Knicks were at 11. They, if they had lost, you know, 10 more games, they might have been the four seed, uh, the fourth pick. They could have gotten Ivy. So it's just things like that. Um, you got to know where you're at as, as the team. I think this is a huge year for Tibbs and for Leon Rose. If they don't get to the playoffs this year, um, then you're pro- I would think that Dolan gets a little impatient and might blow it up. But we got a long time for that. Let's see what happens with Brunson. Um, we're going to see. Maybe the Knicks are going to make a move for DeAndre Murray. I don't see it. I think that the Knicks are trying to wait out and see what happens in Utah with Donovan Mitchell. Um, so I guess we'll see on that. Now to the baseball teams, both still playing well, um, still playing very well. The Mets in a zero zero game right now with the Astros who they are tied with for the second best record in baseball. The Mets actually have, oh yeah, yeah, they're tied percentage wise. They're tied. Mets have one more win, but they also have one more loss um, than the Astros. Both teams playing good, but both teams have gotten, I don't want to say a blow, but they've both gotten a little bit of a message sent to them. The Mets down in Houston got the message first, and then the Yankees got the message from the Astros. They win Thursday night on the judge walk-off. Friday, they they lose. Saturday, they're no hit. Sunday, they're being they're being no hit until Stanton puts them on the board. LeMahieu ties the game with the two-run bomb, and then Judge walks it off. 
And for these Yankees, getting to the ALCS and losing to the Houston Astros is not going to be good enough. Because this year, um, this year, with the year they're having, 55 and 20, soon to be 56 and 20, if they could finish off the athletics today, you have to win the World Series, or at least get there. If you get there and you lose to the Mets or the Dodgers, depending on how competitive the series is, people are probably upset, but at least you got there. Haven't been there since 2009. Gotta get there. With the team they're having this year, and the questions hanging over this team next year, take, take Judge out of the equation. Let's just say that he that he does come back. Rizzo has an option. Tyone is a free agent. Chapman and Britton are gone. They haven't been key players on this team right now, but they're still key guys. You gotta find a way to get there. Said it all along. Yankees can't be home run or bust. Houston outpitched the Yankees this weekend, and the Yankee pitching was very good. But they outpitched the Yankees this weekend. They shut them down for, for the better part of, of four games, the Yankee offense. And if you're not going to hit for contact and move runners over and, and put runs on the board, you're not going to be able to win in October. And that's the message. The message for this Yankee team is you got to win outside the home run. It's been a fun three months so far. But let's be real. Things don't really start to heat up in this town around baseball until middle of September. And the Yankees have to, have to be able to beat the Astros this year. The Yankees have to start making some moves. I want to see Cashman active a little bit early. August 2nd is the trade deadline. Bullpen arm, starter, outfielder. You're hearing them in on Luis Castillo. I don't think they get it done. I think there's more teams that are desperate for that kind of starter. I think the Yankees are going to look for a back end of the rotation guy. Somebody that they could give a spot start here to two here or there to give Cortez a break and Severino a break and so on and so forth and somebody who's a quality arm in the event that they get an injury they can put him in that rotation but still the best team in baseball there's there's still question marks on this team but the best team in baseball so winning is going to mask all the problems the biggest problem being that their MVP and best player is probably going to leave. But you deal with that when you deal with that. Now across town to the Mets. They've played well. 47-28. and 28. By the way, down 2-0 in the ninth to the Astros. They really needed a win today, the Mets. They've, they've gotten their, their, key, their teeth kicked in by Houston. But, nevertheless, we digress. 47 and 28, leading the National League East. And 
or offense continuing to play well, minus against the Astros. And you just see that this team waiting for Scherzer and for DeGrom continues to look the part. No issues or complaints on my side of things as far as the Mets. I think they have done all that they needed to do. Up four games on the Braves. I said it all along. The Braves were going to come on. They've come on. They have outplayed the Mets for the last month. But the Mets still have a four-game four game lead over. With Bryce Hurt now, you don't have to worry about Philly. The Marlins haven't done what we thought they would do. Hoping they could get hot. Um, but at the end of the day, it's a two-team race. And I've said it on episode after episode. You know Alex Anthropolis is going to make moves. Billy Epler and Buck are going to have to make some moves. They need another bat. And they need another arm in the bullpen. They're going to get two reinforcements in the starting rotation. The two best on the planet. So they don't need any reinforcements there. Tywin Walker has pitched really well. Cookie Carrasco needs to needs to get it together a little bit. Chris Bassett has been has been great for the Mets. Very impressive. But the Mets also need additions. They're not perfect. And guess what? There's seven teams in the NL battling for six spots. So someone is going to be left holding the bag. You got Milwaukee and St. Louis in the Central battling it out. You got the Dodgers, the Padres, and the Giants out west all battling. And then you got the Mets and the Braves. I'm not, I'm, Philly's too far out right now. I'm not. I'm not including them. They can still make a run. But I think without Bryce, probably for the better part of a month to six weeks, kiss it goodbye. The Mets and the Yankees both have areas that they need to improve, but. Overall, there, there should be no complaints. They've both done the job. They lead their divisions. They have two of the three best records in baseball. And they both look the part of champions. So we'll see if after 22 years we get another Subway Series. I'm certainly rooting for it. If that happens, it's going to be because of what happens at the deadline. We've got another month until that. All-Star break first and the trade deadline. Hope everybody has a healthy, happy 4th of July. When we come back from the break, we're going to start diving into football and we're going to be ready to go. More baseball, NBA free agency, all the fun stuff. All right, guys, J5 out.